Welcome back to Marvel Friends After Work, a podcast that talks about anything and everything related to the MCU. And today, finally it dropped Secret Invasion. So this whole episode is just going to be all about Secret Invasion. It For me, definitely, it's just my instant reaction because I just finished watching it not even 30 minutes ago. So I'm going to still collect my thoughts. Joel, what was your thought upon the episode, but with no spoilers? Mm, okay, so I watched it three times. Oh wow! Um, okay. Well, two and a half times, but I I really enjoyed it. I I I think they said they were gonna go dark and they were gonna go Winter Soldier style, and I think they crushed that. I think that Cold War era spy thriller. I think they crushed it. Yep. I'm gonna say it was really different from what i was expecting the show to be i know people say it was going to be like darker and winter soldier vibes i guess i just had no mental like picture what this was going to be about so like it started about the way i thought it was and then as it just kept going it was just very unique i think it's the uniqueness um show that we've gotten from marvel so far is kind of my take on it yeah, I mean, definitely they've they've been trying their Marvel's definitely been trying to put like different themes from behind different shows, and I think this one is a spy thriller. I think they really nailed it. I think it, you know, well, it's only episode one, but I I really enjoyed episode one. The so. tone wasn't what I was expecting for Marvel. It's a little bit different. Oh, okay. so. Okay, what we've been getting lately from Marvel. We haven't had Winter Soldier vibes in a very long time, so I guess it was just unique in that sense. I didn't expect we were going to get a real good Winter Soldier. I mean, more than that in this, so. It's dark, yeah. It's dark. So, thoughts on the opening sequence before the little theme song came on? It's technically uh, So we're into song. spoilers now, right? Into we're... spoilers. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, seeing Everett Ross creep in as a spy and go into that place and then listen to the guy who's like, he's got all points connected and everything. And you're like, all right, so who is the scroll in this situation? Is it Everett or is it this crazy dude that's pointing the scrolls? I kept doing that because watching it, I have Everett Ross in my fantasy league. And I was thinking, I don't want him to be a scroll. And the whole time I was like, he's not a scroll. No, he probably is a scroll. Oh, that's a scroll. No, he's not a scroll. And then he ended up being a scroll, which I think is going to really yeah. suck for me. It wasn't until that point where he's like, well, can you show me what evidence you've got? And then he brings out the evidence. Well, even the then. Evidence, and that's when some point he turns and like spears him, spears Everett Ross. And he's like, Ugh, but even then it still was in like Everett's like character almost to ask that type of question. And then when they were chasing like through town, I still I was like, you know what? I think he's not a scroll. Because if he was a girl, why didn't he? But he if you're running from somebody, okay. just change into someone else. That but would have been simple. I was trying to give him all the information. That's kind of true. Like, but the guy was like choking him to death. So, I mean, in a normal stance, yeah, a human yeah, would probably yeah. take self defense and shoot the other person. Yeah. But he so shot The whole time him. I was just battling that. Like, I have no idea. What, which one is good or bad the guy with like all the sticky notes and like the maps and everything kind of made me think of isn't it murray off stranger things is that his name murray or murphy yeah probably 
Kind of reminded me of that guy. It made me think of Charlie Day, but always sunny in Philadelphia. Is not you don't watch any of that. No, I don't. There's a whole episode. He's just like smoke chain smoking cigarettes, and he's like, "I've got this all planned out," and he's got like red yarn strung across. It's a GIF. It's a GIF. But I've seen yeah. a GIF. I just not or never GIF, seen the show. Whatever, whatever you want to go with. Yeah. I say GIF. What did you think of the intro song, theme song for it? I didn't even notice the intro theme song, but I did watch. So that that whole intro was beautiful, right? That whole green to black back and forth and uh turns out they actually used an ai to compose that they really yeah that's gonna have controversial um opinions right it's it's a weird thing yeah yeah. they they used an ai production company that used that um i think they said cubism something like scroll cubism and Mm -hmm. they gave them like photos of scrolls yeah and a cubism and yeah i feel pretty, like pretty good turnout though right i mean you loved it right when it was you watched really the good. intro you were like that's really cool it was very, the way it was it's like so, slowly melting it was the animation was so much different than anything i've seen from marvel or just in general it's just very unique it was almost like it felt like clayish but it wasn't at the same time to me like yeah. the look of it i just thought it was really cool I thought it was amazing. The The one thing towards the end, they show uh, a chess pieces and it goes from a king to a queen. And I was like, oh, that's, that's got to be something towards the end, right? Maybe. It's going to look good for your Hail Hydra for the Fantasy League, possibly. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see your Queen Branky show up. That'd be great. So far, though, my my team is not doing great. I'm just going to jump to it because my mind is still there of Agent Hill dying at the end. So she did die, right? So we're we're jumping straight to the end. We got to. My brain is just like keeps going there and I can't focus until we talk about it. Yeah. So for one thing, I I thought for sure, we had even talked about this. I thought that Hill would be maybe a scroll the entire time, you know, maybe. Right. Um. But no, that's definitely not the case. I was cause... I was waiting while she was laying there. I'm like, please turn green. Like I don't yeah. know why you would, but please turn green. <laughs> but he he no. said that Soren was already dead, so Soren was uh, Talos's wife. He said she was already dead, so that was a there's shock. No one, a bit. There's no one to be her doppelganger, right? So yeah, at the very end when she was bleeding out, and I was like, oh, we just lost Agent Hill. Yeah, was I was kind on of, my list. Fuck her. Damn it. It was on your list, but since she only appeared in one episode, I think she's only going to get appearance points for the fantasy, and you don't lose points for dying if it's only an appearance. So you'll probably get the three oh, points, maybe. and that's it. Maybe so. Maybe so. On IMDb, though, I mean, not that IMDb is that correct, but they had Agent Hill for uh, six episodes. See, I kind of thought she was going to be in it longer, not just because for the story. I was kind of getting the feel from the the trailers and just news in general that she was definitely more part of it, except for after the episode ended, it said special guest and they mentioned her. 
They also mentioned Martin Freeman, which kind of sucked because that means he won't show up again either. Um, but I'm not sure Wait. if that's just Marvel lying to us and she didn't die, he, possibly, but... Yeah. He could still... Martin Freeman could still show up at the end. I think what it's leading towards is he's one of the people in those containment centers. Uh, I forget what they... I was I was looking him, for but, him in that scene. I was like, he's got to be there. He's got to be there. They didn't show. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's. Uh, I was blown away. Come on, tell me, tell me, you're just off the go. What did you think about this episode? Was it good, bad, better, worse? What you expected it to be? I'm excited for what it's presented because it didn't disappoint me by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not going to say it like met my expectations because I don't, I didn't have any going into this series, but I'm extremely excited where it's going to go. I don't know. I don't really have a pass. Like my brain is just like, I want more. I want to see more. Yeah. You want to see what the next episode is. I am going to have to rewatch this because I felt like at the beginning in general, the beginning in particular, I was like kind of getting lost in some of the dialogue. I was like, what's going on here exactly with the bombs and who Gravik is? And I feel like I need to rewatch it again to hear more of the dialogue. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't miss a whole lot, except there were little points where Fury uh, notices somebody and they look weird to him. And that turns out that scrolls can shift into them so at the at the very end when you see that i mean we'll we'll start with the very beginning right he goes on his walk and he meets that little girl that's out there chasing the ball way too late at night for there to be a little girl out there and then he gets taken um and then he's he, he sees that couple making out the female all the same like scroll Maybe or different scrolls. I don't know. Hard to tell. But I don't know if they can share that intel. Um, but the little girl, the girl that was making out on like the riverbank, and then the dude that kind of calls him out and Russian in the bar when he's looking at the mirror for too long. Those are the three people that Gravik turns into before yeah, turning that. into Gravik. I noticed that at the end, yeah. I was curious if he was the one on the street that night then, too, or if it's just more yeah, of a coincidence. he could have been just following Fury the whole way all along. Which what did you think of dirtier. his friend? I forget the... She was in, like, the red outfit. She was the one who got him kidnapped. I forget what her name was for the show. Oh, the British, like the MI6 yeah. version? Yeah. yeah. Olivia Coleman's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Forget what her character was called. Fallsworth. Olivia Fallsworth? Something Fallsworth. Anyways, I thought she was great. I mean, that actress is great. And that whole weird situation they were there put in, uh, I think it was definitely pretty obvious that Nick was trying to put himself in that situation, right? Like he wanted to go. That was going to be my question. I was like, I couldn't decide if he planned that to happen or he just used it to his advantage. They they even said it in the show. You're a black dude in Russia. Like, you're going to stand out. Come on. So he was intentionally doing that to get picked up and then 
she even says the same thing. She's like, you're either, you're either this guy who's a famous singer or you're Nick Fury. Yeah. Is she good or bad? What's your take on her? Well, she's a government agent. So, so kind of the same question with Brody. Is he good or bad? <laughs> Depends which side you're on. She, she works for a government, so she can be bad. Uh, can be good. Depends on who's running her, right? So Nick Fury is without a government. So he's what we would think as a free agent, as a good guy. Um, but I mean, well, you not, say the same he with is Rhodey. kind of working like, for Rhodey, the government. But you say the same with Rhodey. Rhodey is a good guy, but he's working for a government, so he's under whatever they have to say. So the but president Nick Fury said, is working for the government. Go. Nick Fury is because he's working like the space station up above for he like was Sword, to be, right? And that's what that's what he said. That's what Rhodey said to the president. Uh, Ritman, he said he's gone off the rails. He left Saber. I thought it was interesting that, I mean, all the way to the president, everybody was aware that Fury was up there. Because I I guess up to this point, I assume that people didn't know Fury was like in space. And that's very public knowledge. And for at least government officials, he was in space. But I guess the, yeah. Or what about the idea that they all realized that Carol and Fury's job was to find them a home? The fact that they like all know that, which is weird to me. I really thought that was like they confined didn't all info. Know that, but it was more public. Like the president knew, people knew, some people in the government knew. Like it wasn't like hush hush necessarily that there were scrolls living among them. Did the government talk about scrolls? Well, the president did. And they. He mentioned, he said, I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. No, he, he said, all, all they said was that um, Rhodey commented that Fury left Saber, which is the big space station. He came back down. He left the space station, left that program, and he talked to the president saying he left his station. Literally, I could have swore that one of them had he said never something said about. Nobody said scrolls. Oh, it's irritating. Now I want to go back and look because I feel like I'm right. But you've seen no one, it two and a half times, no so said, I'm probably I, not. Yep. No one said scrolls, right? Fair enough. But I'm still pretty sure that the president is a scroll anyway. So that might turn up. Yeah. That would kind of explain why you got so aggressive about Fury coming back. Mm. On my rewatch, though, I told you I rewatched uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Was there any connections? So remember I was asking if we saw him standing or walking? Yes. And Falcon Rody. and Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Rhodey. We see him walking with Falcon. And beneath his pants, you can actually see the glowing pieces of his okay. Stark Tech keep him walking. So I didn't notice it in this episode, but he can walk without you know if they just showed a little glowing emblem sticking out from underneath his pants could be that it's still our roadie could doubtful but yeah yeah i was trying to decide do you think 
Are you still on board with the idea that Rhodey's been an end scroll for a very long time, or do you think it's just this episode? Because it, they made it apparent that Everett Ross wasn't the whole time because Agent Hill made a comment about the guy that was impersonating Agent Ross. So obviously Agent Ross yeah. still exists within their knowledge. Yeah. And he says, or she says, is he one of yours? Or he was one of yours? And he says, no, he was one of theirs. So they've got him. Yeah, I agree. I think he's been kidnapped at some point. But whether that takes place after the newest Black Panther movie or whether that's way back, that's hard to tell. I don't know. I think he was just himself in Black Panther. Kind of. Very new. Very yeah, new. I think it's like really new that they took him over. Talk about that scene, you know, where we saw the bodies frozen um, or like kept asleep or whatever it is. Who else do you think we're going to be? We're going to be seeing like that. Probably say Everett Ross is probably going to be one of them. Who do you think we're probably going to see? Oh, we're just asking who's the scroll then, right? True. Okay. But we so might not president. see them in scroll form. We president. might just see them asleep. President for sure. It's a scroll. fair guess. And I think they're going to show that in one of the episodes. And then it's going to be like, oh, so who is Brody talking to right now? It's like, yeah. Yeah. He didn't realize. So, I mean, that was one of the uh, powers that they gave him during this episode. Like, you can shift into somebody. That's always been the scrolls. Like, from the comics, you can shift into somebody. But to take their memories was a newer thing. And they used that kind of the same tech they took from Captain Marvel. They were, like, yeah, holding her upside good, down. That's a good callback. Right? So right. they just flipped it over, and they were holding them. Yeah, down. but now they learn how to do it straight up. <laughs> the yeah. upside down. And they don't have it. to just tap them on the forehead to get it's the like, information. Oh, they were just like, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's super sketchy. I don't know. I loved at the end of the show when Gravik was, like, constantly changing into all those different, like, people – you started to get a sense of like how uh, how big this really was. Like if you put your pl- yourself in the place of like Nick Fury or whatever watching this, you're starting to realize how like as a character that would feel very they're very scary because you're starting to realize how uncontrollable you have over the situation. Like they are yeah. really powerful. They're changing. They're moving. They're they're all these explosions are going off, and he's not even wasting a sweat and there's really nothing I can do about it. It's just right. kind of like right, right and back to it. So if you I mean if you're paying attention. So again if you watch it the second attention. time if you watch it the second time you'll you'll see it, right? So um Olivia Clark's character, Gaia, she says, I'll paint the packages with this infrared, blah blah blah. Right. Right. So he apparently knew that and set up this little shell game with those in the first place. See, it's the question. Was he behind that or did she just not really come over and just help the idea? Oh, he's definitely, he was there the entire time. So the fact that he simmed, replicated the guy that was in the bar that uh, he bought the drinks for. Right. You know, all these little places so he's been there the entire time so gravic 
knows what's going on, or at least one of his people knows what's going on the entire time. So that was that, that little scene where he goes flashing from one to two to three to four was just a, a dickhead tease to be like, I've been watching you since you've been on earth. I, I'm seeing your point. Right. But my question is still is, did Gaia know about the switch? No, I don't. I don't think Gaia did. No, I think Gaia innocently did try and alert. How would she carry two them? backpacks that were empty and not know it though? Because they said they're yeah, empty. I mean, you saw them squish the bags. That's probably Aiden Hill and uh, Talos both did. They squished the bag. There was nothing inside of it. Like they were flat. How would she have not known that? Yeah, that's probably. Uh, sandbags or something in there i don't know unless there's the slight I mean, possibility if it's a dirty Gaia... bomb in there you're not gonna you're not gonna like shake the bag right fair enough but unless right? there's the slight chance that gaia wasn't actually at the park that was gravic or somebody else to begin with Ooh, could be could like be they found out what gravic she did apparently can turn into anybody He's well i mean they all sketchy could right right but normally they pick one or two people and even Gaia said that they try and stay in one form. One shell. One shell. Yeah. To to make themselves less evident. But I guess Gravik maybe doesn't care about that. He just goes and takes the form. He's kind of the head guy. It doesn't seem like there's anybody in front of him. So I'm pretty sure he gets to call the shots as much as he wants. Right. Okay, what else stuck out to you about this episode offhand? Oh, man. Okay. Um, favorite joke is uh, Old Man Fury being old and Talos saying, oh, you know, you know, what's he say? He's not bad for 160 something. 100 and yeah, 140, Whatever. I thought it was. But... Yeah, and he like, he, he rips the chains off. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm not even 40 in your age. So what did you get for yourself? Yeah, your midlife crisis. Your midlife crisis, <laughs> crisis present purchase. to yourself. What did you get? The Avengers. That was a I good, smart-ass answer. Great. I liked it. So good. Yeah. But I thought that was weird. So the age. So how old is he then? What do you think it was? I thought he said like 140. All right, 140. All right. So if 140 is equal to 40 years old, backtrack that back. How old was he when he had his kids then? How how quickly can these aliens, squirrels, reproduce? Yeah, like what is, you know, as humans, we're like, yeah, yeah. Anything past 16 is normal-ish. We yeah, it's frown more, upon like, anything underneath eighteen, but you know whatever. We're talking about more possible than what we yeah, 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 yeah. approve. You shouldn't have. Yeah, right. Yeah, but make that very clear. Yeah, but for the scrolls, yeah, if he's saying, did they say how old guy is? Was that ever leaked in there? She was like oh, old enough to obviously point. be yeah, on yeah. her own. She was she was the equivalent. Of our equivalent size of like seven year old Monica Rambo. That's in true. In 
was that 95? I don't remember the year for. Yeah. Well, 95 or 96 is the, when it was supposed to take place, I think. But so yeah, more or less she's that age, you know, it's alien. So probably not seven years old, but that's a good question. Did they age slower? Did they age quicker? That's what I was saying. Kind of like as guardians, right? Like, yeah, maybe she's already 20 years old. So maybe now when we see Gaia, she's actually like 60 years old. No wonder she's pissed. Because I was kind of thinking um, if she was younger, maybe it would have been harder on her, her mom's death and all. But at the same time, she seemed to have left home for quite some time. I mean, I don't think her mom's dead. I'm going to be honest. Don't. I think that's that's interesting. the one thing from this story, they didn't tell you. What would she be doing though? Death. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's the whole point. Like, I feel like they either would have shown her dying or given more um, explanation of how she died. He Unless just they're said, just "Your using group it. that you were working with killed her." I, I so. mean, they might just for the script purposes give. Gaia a reason to come back but it would be nice to have that fleshed out a little bit more because I yeah. kind of hate them just to leave it there like do we get a little backstory at least find out who did it was it Gravik himself that would be a little bit more of a urgency he, for her character but he didn't say Gravik himself he did say the people that you work for the people that you whatever I think it would help like Gaia's urgency and wanting to go against the rebels if it was Gravik who had done it. Does Gaia even know who's running the thing though? If everybody can turn into this guy, Gravik, then everybody's kind of a That's you true because she you said got that asshole, the very tall white asshole that's right there. And then Gravik. And they So both... the Gravik that we've been seeing this whole time might not even be the guy. He might yeah, go turn into somebody else later. To seem to seem to swap back and forth um and one seems a little more militant than the other one so wait you mean the one that gave her the mission in the first place yeah yeah well he was sitting across the table from gravik though right but if they can just shift into each other's faces then how do you know who's Fair running, enough. You know, that seems kind like, of a unless unless the one plot. scroll is more powerful. If Gravik is more powerful and can shape shift into more people, you know, maybe that's the thing. But we haven't heard that. So as far as we know, anyone can be Gravik. Anyone, yeah. So going into thinking about episode two, that's coming. Where do you think this is going to leave Fury? He just lost Hill. Do you think they're going to pick up right there? Do you think it's going to be like a little bit of time's passed, even like a week or a couple days? Or do you think it's going to be picked up right from that scene? I think, well, maybe not from that scene. I think we're going to get a lot of uh, news flash backstories to this happened in whatever the red square, the red square, whatever Russia, whatever part of Russia, this was, I think it's going to start with that. And they're going to be like, there are terrorists doing this, 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 and this. And 
I think uh, Fury's going to be back on his heels. Like he's he's going to be trying to recollect and be like, who can I trust right now? I'll be honest. As soon as Agent Hill had said when they were playing chess, as soon as she said, you know, you need to look at your Demoros. steps. Otherwise, someone's going to oh, get yeah. hurt. The minute she said someone's going to get hurt, I go, oh, no. I, I didn't feel good for her character when she said that. She kind of said those magic words. If it's the last time that we see Agent Hill, I think she did a great send off, though. That It was good. She's she's done good, but she's always been in the background for the rest of her stories. She had a nice so. little solo fist fight with um, Gaia. She did. She had a little fist fight with Gaia, and she had a one-on-one with Fury, where she literally called him out she's like hey when we played these this chess to begin with we always agreed we wouldn't bullshit each other basically we talk tell me what's going on honesty one-on-one yeah well i guess that's where we're gonna leave it our discussion for episode one at least for tonight we're actually recording this really late so my brain is Really full and tired. <laughs> you can find us on our socials. You can find us on Instagram at Marvel Friends After Work underscore podcast. On Reddit at Marvel FAW underscore podcast. And you can also find us on Twitter. So check us out there. You can please, please subscribe wherever you're listening. Um, helps us grow the show. And please tell anybody you think would be interested. So we'll see you for episode two next week. If not before that, we might talk about it again. Trust no one except Never. us. Yeah, except Give us. Give us a listen. Because we're completely being honest with you. 100%. 100%.